you a fan of this podcast? Do you wish there was even more juicy content for you to sink your ears into? Well, there is. You can become a premium member of this podcast for $5.99 a month and get full access to an archive of over 50 bonus episodes. Additionally, we release a bonus episode every single month. That's a ton of extra content, including my personal interior design diaries, extra tips, my talking about trends, and so much more. Additionally, you'll be keeping us on the airwaves each and every week because your premium membership money goes directly back to making this podcast amazing. Check us out at affordableinteriordesign.com. Click on podcast to learn more and to become a premium member today. need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look be your own interior designer with big design small budget here's your host betsy helmuth hi everybody i am here today with allison rackless who is an amazing designer who happens to work for affordable interior design she's based in new jersey and she has been with our firm for over two years And this year she went somewhere very exciting and I knew it would be of interest to our listeners and it is definitely of interest to me. So welcome, Allison, straight from High Point. We can't wait to hear about this big event. Thank you for your time, Nancy. I'm excited to tell you all about it. Of course. Well, before we launch in, tell us about you. So give us a little bit of your background. Tell us anything you want to about your personal life. We just want to get to know Allison before we learn more about High Point. Sure. Um, So I've had the pleasure of working for Affordable Interior Design, like Betsy said, for about two and a half years. Um, And I've been loving it. I've sort of always done interior design. Um, It's what I went to school for many years ago. Um, you know, doing some other things here and there. I did a lot of visual merchandising for furniture stores. I worked for the Metropolitan Museum of Art, designing their um, exhibition shops and retail spaces. Um, but I've always been in the world of design and furniture. Um, I've got two little boys that keep me busy when design isn't keeping me busy. So life is full. There we go. There we go. Well, now we can segue into what is High Point because my listeners may not know. In fact, full disclosure, I don't really know that much about High Point. So tell us more. What is it? Why did you go? Sure. So High Point um, happens twice a year and it's the furniture show for all of the furniture companies, textile companies, anything to do with design, furniture where they show their new stuff. So they'll have one in April and one in October, twice a year. Um, and they put out all of their of their new lines and new, their new stuff. So it's basically an entire city full of furniture showrooms um, where they're all showing you what's new and exciting. And is everything very high-end? Is it super unaffordable? Um, Yes, so it's all to the trade. So it is not items, you wouldn't be able to go um, and shop there yourself. Your designer could go and shop for you or you know, if you own a store, you're going to shop for your store. Um, 
you don't you don't see prices unless you're sitting down and ordering. I um, which I was not, so I didn't uh, pay all that much attention to the prices. So you was, have no concept of what the things are costing that you're looking at. Right. Well, because I, I you know was going more because for me I just love furniture, so it was like being in Disney World uh, for me. But uh, you know, had I say be shopping shopping for a client, I would have been looking. Uh, but since I was not. I wasn't paying all that much attention to prices, but you know, it's high, higher end, um, for the most part. So you're not getting, um, the chairs you might find at Target or some of the end tables from Wayfair. You're not going to see that type of furniture. It's definitely a higher, higher level. And what were you seeing in terms of trends? Like what was hot? What was recurring? Uh, what really surprised me is how much was reoccurring. Uh, so there was still like blue and millennial pink everywhere. I sort of thought that that would maybe have had its time because it's uh, in all of the big retailers, but it was still everywhere. So Which that, type of blue? I missed that. Uh, so the all blues, but the navies um, and the sort of blush pinks, um, everyone was still really showcasing. I was sort of expecting to see something fresher, something newer that I maybe a combination I wasn't seeing in Potter Barn or Crate and Barrel. Um, so that surprised me. That was still there. Uh, and then some other new fresher colors, emerald green popped in here and there, which I sort of feel was feeling a trend coming on. But That's it, I what I was expecting. That's what my radar was thinking. So I think that it's definitely coming next. And some of the uh, retailers have caught on some happen but I think that's gonna come even more probably in the next year and what other things like materials did you notice are people using a lot of stone like for a while that kind of natural stone that wasn't marble but was somewhat porous almost like concrete has been kind of trendy of course raw wood and live edge wood tables is always trendy is that stuff still happening or so there was still a lot of like natural tables, a lot of like raffia and cane and a lot of natural type um, materials. So that was still there a lot. Because what really surprises me, you know, I have a high-end design client every now and again, like every three years I'll be shopping at the D&D building. And it really surprises me that those things that maybe you'd see at the D&D building or at something like High Point where it's trade only, not very long thereafter, you're going to see derivatives or knockoffs at places, especially like CB2, which seem to be on sort of the cutting edge of what's going on in these places. Um, but I'm just wondering, did you feel like what you saw was a lot more advanced than what's on the retail market right now? No, I actually felt it was sort of opposite. I was expecting that. I was expecting to see like, I'm going to find out what's new and what's hot. But I think the big retailers are maybe even on top of it even more than some of the smaller retailers. What? That is very interesting. So I didn't feel like I saw too much that I was unexpected or sort of fresh or new. I think Pottery Barn is just as on top of it as some of the, the other smaller stores. Wow. Well, I'm surprised. And I did see some things. I did see like a lamp here, a coffee table there that I recognized from those big retailers. So they are mm. obviously shopping there um, for some things as well. 
So perhaps it's even in reverse where they're almost copying the bigger retailers in a way or, you know, working off of the trends that are already at the mass market. I think, you know, everything is so accessible now that everybody, if you pay attention, can sort of follow the same trends. Yeah, totally. Like the cat's out of the bag. The secrets are out there in all the magazines. There's so many stores available that, you know, they have these buyers that are on the pulse just like the boutique stores do. Right, exactly. Well, that's surprising. That's surprising to me. It was surprising to me too. Like I sort of expected to come back and be like, orange is going to be the new color or yellow, something that I didn't see coming. But it was all the colors I sort of anticipated were were there and what was sort of hot and going on in, in a lot of the showrooms. So what would you say the big takeaway from High Point was for you? What was the high point of High Point? Well, for me, I mean, it is so big. So you could go for an entire week and go nine to five every day and still not see it all. So that was very really? So it's very overwhelming. You're seeing just so much. Um, so for me, it was just seeing the, the uh, showrooms that were doing something a little bit interesting, more sort of artsy, maybe their tie-dye sofa and fabric on the walls, the ones that were sort of just being a little bit more out there, um, opposed to just trying to sell the sofa frames or the, the, the chairs. So a few of the smaller ones did, did some fun things for sure. Right. So some of those unexpected things. But, you know, it sounds like those unexpected pieces like a tie-dyed sofa, I don't know if they'd translate to our clientele. Right. They, they wouldn't. And it's probably why you didn't see too many tie-dyed sofas because there's probably not too many designers looking to buy tie-dyed sofas. Um, so, you know, so a lot of gray and stones and beiges, uh, you know, mixed in. So neutrals and then more of that muted palette with the blushes. That's interesting. Some some emerald green, some purples here and there. Um, Like a rich plum or more like dusty lilac? Like a plum. Okay, interesting. And so do you think that designers should go? Yes. Um, So I think think every designer – should go at some point just to see it. Um, if you're a designer that is not purchasing that type of furniture, so for us, it wouldn't make sense to go every year because we're not actually going to shop for our clients there. Um, if you're going to shop for your clients, then yes, you should definitely uh, go. I and mean, I think it also depends where you're located. So for us, we're in New York City where we are able to go to a lot of the, the showrooms that we have done there. There's they're here as well. If you're not in a big city and you're not able to sort of see everything in all in one place, then I think you should probably go even even more. But for us, you know, where we can, we have access here. Um, so I think, you know, for you, it's something you should definitely go at least once to see and just experience. But I don't think it's something that you would be going back to every year. Or every well, season. I had no idea it was that big. I mean, that sounds even bigger than like an exhibit at the Javits Center or something. It is. And I was sort of expecting one Javits Center type building, but there's many buildings, um, many floors per building, many vendors per floor. And then it's also spread out throughout the whole city as well. So outside of the, the buildings where you have all the, the uh, 
different exhibits, you have little tiny showrooms that are throughout. So there's buses that take you around. It's big. Wow. Very easy to miss. I'm sure I missed lots of great, um, great showrooms. There's so much. That's interesting. That also was not what I had in my mind. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. Do you love this podcast? Do you wish you could learn even more? Well, we have an online class bundle. Our online class bundle is comprised of three online classes, Beautifying Your Home for Less, Styling Your Home, and the Fundamentals of Feng Shui. Each one of those three classes is between 30 and 45 minutes long and chock-filled with visuals and tips things that will help you to style your own space or help out with other spaces. Additionally, with the pack of three classes, you get an autographed copy of my book, Affordable Interior Design. You get all of that for only $99. Once again, that's the three online classes as well as the book for only $99. You just go to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to buy your bundle today. And if one of those classes sounded intriguing, but maybe you already have my book or some of the other topics are not of interest, you can buy the classes individually at that site as well. Each class is $40. So head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to get your bundle or your online class today. Now let's get to the good stuff. Tell me about the freebies. Did they ply you with cocktails? Did you have a goodie bag? Tell me. So you can, if you were to plan it right, you could definitely uh, eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner uh, without having to to spend any money. So, you know, mainly the cocktails and water and food, um, and then maybe a a tote bag here and there, but not not so much as goodie bags, I would say. But you could definitely uh, plan it right and not have to buy your own water or soda all week, all weekend, however long you decide to go for so food and drink were the takeaways but not necessarily free pens or things like that so you know no no free furniture (laughs) were there fabric swatches at least tell me there were fabric swatches come on oh well of course they were yeah if you're um you know purchasing from them they're going to give you any of the fabric swatches that you need um so you you know I, i i purposely tried not to collect too many too much stuff because you could easily collect, you know, many catalogs and cards and all of that type of stuff. Um, but which is why they give you the tote bag. So it's really the tote bags, maybe a measuring tape here and there. Oh, that's good. I I would take that candy and the, the wine after five. Okay. Okay. And was there anything that you saw there that you absolutely were not into something that you couldn't foresee using for a client or something that you just think is outdated or not gonna fly not really i mean i there's so much there's so many different styles and i'm someone i think i can appreciate all of the the styles so there wasn't anything that offended me by any means there might be some you know style showrooms that i weren't my favorites compared to others but i was really able to appreciate it all so there wasn't anything that caused offense and in terms of the experience of going to High Point, now, you know what? We didn't even say where High Point is located. Sorry, I have to take it back. Take it back. Okay, so where is High Point located? North Carolina. Which city? Um, High Point. Oh, 
Gosh. Okay. See, guys, I told you I don't know that much about High Point. Um, okay. And so there we go. Um, but anything about the experience that you didn't like? Was it super crowded? Was it super, you know? It, um, well, I flew down in a hurricane. So other than the flight down, um, no, it's so well run because they've probably been doing it for so long. Like I said, they have bus loops that take you around to all the, the out of um, the showrooms that are a little bit further away. They have, you know, shuttles that come pick you up if they call them. Like it is a well-oiled machine. So they have, the, uh, you fly in, you know, to their Raleigh or, you know, some of the other surrounding cities if you're not able to fly um, into Greensboro. Uh, so and they have shuttles to and from the airport. It's, it's well done. Okay. Right. So there was nothing negative about the experience. Not too much walking, too many cocktails, too much free food, anything like that. Is there ever too much free food? <laughs> right? Right? Um, and then what was your favorite part of going? What was the absolute biggest perk? Just, or I mean, absorb it, just seeing it all, absorbing it all. Like, it's, it's amazing. Like, when I say Disney World of Furniture, it is Disney World of Furniture. So I guess that's what, you know, I wish I'd planned a little bit more, looked into the vendors a little bit more um, because it was definitely overwhelming because um, it's a lot at once. So I would plan a bit more probably than I did, um, you know, because I also just didn't expect it to be as big um, as it was. And can anyone go or do you need special credentials? Yeah, so you need to um, – you have to sign up. You're going to have to have your, you know, tax ID that you, you know, work in some type of business that would make sense for you to be there. So you would not be able to just, just go. And then how much is the ticket when you do have all of that? Um, so I don't think there's, they don't charge you. Oh, free. You just have to, yeah. You just, you just have, have to get to there. Sign up and, and they scan you before you, so you know, you're going to the showroom and your rep is coming right to you. So everyone that's there is there for, a reason you know you can't you can't just really go and walk walk in hmm well maybe that's why I've never been because I am more of that looky-loo especially in that scenario with those high price things or I really hate it when they don't show the prices even at a wholesale event I just want to know what's well, and the price they're probably there I just wasn't looking got it that just wasn't on your I radar was, I wasn't you know worrying about how much the coffee table cost and whether or not I liked the coffee table. Yeah. Well, good for you. It sounds like it was super fun and super stimulating. And this has been very illuminating for me. Obviously, I was a high point novice or idiot <laughs> because, you know, for years I've been getting the emails like, you should come to high point. We're displaying this at high point. And I really just delete them because I know it's not attainable for our people. But I do think that's interesting that, you know, designers should go once in their life. And I love North Carolina, so why not? Um, and, you know, I do the design expos every now and again in New York. But uh, maybe I'll make this a priority. Yeah. One time you have to go. One and time. Okay. After that, you know, you would, if you don't want to be bothered by them scanning you in and and selling you their furniture when you walk in, but definitely something to see once. And then are you on every mailing list? Like, are you going to get spammed for years to come? 
you'd probably then be on every mailing list of the showrooms that you walked in. That sure. sounds like a nightmare. They're going to have all your information. Okay, great. great. Well, I'll keep it in mind. Um, and thank you so much for joining us today, Allison. It was such a pleasure. And I loved getting to hear more about this. And hopefully you'll join us on a future episode where you can tell us about your tastes and your clients and give us a sneak peek into your process. Okay, sounds good. And I will catch you next week. Bye. You've asked for it, and we have answered the call. For years, you've been saying, Betsy, you're talking about all these great design concepts, but we can't visualize them. You're describing the picture that the listener sent in of their problem, and we wish we could see that picture too. After all, a picture is worth a thousand words, and I do my best to describe them, but there's nothing like seeing it for yourself. And that's why Affordable Interior Design, the podcast, now has a YouTube channel. Not only do we have a YouTube channel where you could see recordings and clips of these podcast episodes, we also have an Instagram, a Facebook, and so many other exciting things. You should check it out. Head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash links. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash L-I-N-K-S links. And when you go there, you will see links to our YouTube page, our Instagram page, our Facebook page, and more. Please check it out, follow and subscribe so you can see everything I'm talking about. A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MBCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.